Welcome to Archery Country Podcast. Welcome back to Archery Country Podcast. This is your host, Wade, as we are back to it right before the first of the year. It is December something, right before Christmas, 19th, the Monday before, 19th, yeah, 19th. 19th. So you're going to probably be hearing this on the uh, 22nd or 3rd or whatever. Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy holidays. Anyways, upon request of our listeners, we have the big five review. It's always been the big three, and we added two this year because we had to. I have Dan Block directly to my left. If you're sitting in the studio, we're in our brand new shop. Uh, what do you call this? Bench. Tool bench. Anyways, and then uh, on directly to my right is Jack Opat, and way down on the end is Keith Peljohn. How you guys doing this morning? Really good, buddy. How are you? Ah, oh, phenomenal. Loving it. Excellent. Negative seven degrees outside. Still have a late season tag, and that's where we're going to go right away. For those of you listening, some of you may or may not know that Archery Country is made up of three locations. We have our original location in Waite Park, which is right by the Olive Garden. And we have Brainerd, which is up on Old Business 371, Highway 371. And then Rogers. This store is eight years old? 2013. So yeah. this will be 10 years. 10 years. Jeez. <clears throat> Anyways, we have a shop-to-shop contest this year. Meaning everybody, all of us, almost all of us are hunters. And uh, we took a little challenge. So the way it kind of played out is we had 35 points if you shot a doe with your bow and 50 points for a bear, which Keith and Dan got kind of hung over on that one. And then in the buck, if you shoot a buck, a bull elk, an antelope buck, anything that's scorable points, that's your score. Small game's 10. And yep. if you shoot it with a gun, it's half. half points, yeah. So uh, we're only going to talk about this for just a second, but I will say Brainerd scared the living bejesus out of us in the beginning of this season. There's a guy by the name of Alex and Jason up in Brainerd who went doe crazy. Uh, first, what, four weeks? Yeah. They were up like 600 or 500 points or something dumb. Yeah, they were stacking them up. Alex was the first one to shoot a bear, too. He shot his open. Oh, that's and, right. And then Chad shot his elk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had an elk that cl close to 300, mm -hmm. right at 300. So that jumped them like way up. None of us had a choice our chance but uh we also have jake and his wife jenny her major major parts of the company and the way that it worked is when they shot an animal their score allocated to the lowest point store so if you're with me so far uh the entire season nothing against them but Wade park has been last jake and jenny had a phenomenal uh season down in missouri and we're like oh god they kind of rose up a little bit. Brainerd has been stagnant, I'd say, since gun season. Then old Dano and Jacko decided that they were going to put some points on the board, and they did. Huge. Uh, I added a little, little point or two. <laughs> uh, Keith and I shot does. Dan shot a doe. Jack shot a doe. Jack shot two bucks. Dan shot a big buck. I shot a little buck. And Keith, are you still hunting? I'm still hunting. Yeah, Maybe. I've, I've yeah. got two does and the bear, and then I've got uh, one tag left. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. the bear. Sorry, we started. It was Alex, then Keith, then Dan mm -hmm. for bears. Yep. So kind of you guys, because of Dan's bear, we went up 50 points on the bear deal. Anyways, this runs until December 31st. 
half hour after sunset. Then we're done. Right now, the traveling trophy is in Rogers as of now. Um, I'm still hunting, and I think Alex and Jason are still hunting. And who knows what they haven't submitted, but uh, I don't I don't know. It's going to take a lot because we have not scored Jack's two bucks and my little muley. So that'll oh, put us that'll, in there yet. that'll put us up yeah. just a little bit more. But it's been kind of fun. So if you do hear us talk about shop to shop, next year is going to be completely different. But it's kind of funny when we have customers, especially the ones that know what's going on, come in and ask about it. Because then we get to trash talk. And it is <laughs> shop to shop contest right now. Roger's in the lead. I actually went and bought a bonus tag uh, yesterday. So You did? Yeah, I'm going to shoot another doe, hopefully. That and boy. you're the only one to shoot one with the new bow. Yep. I think. Right? As far as I know. As far as I... Yeah. <laughs> Keith's kind of yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so the the podcast that we have is is our personal reviews. Uh, we're not going to be biased. We're none of us are paid by any companies. Nothing's going on weird like that. But if you've listened the last couple of years, I think this is going to be our fourth installment of this uh, review. We've added two companies because they've really hit a home run this year, and they needed to be added. Uh, so it's a five star rating. We talk about what the release is what the bow is, bows, air quotes, and then we'll give them a review. We'll go around the table. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of a, our listeners like it because it's personal. It's not a sales pitch. It's not a, uh, you know, and we will, giving you a heads up, as soon as this podcast is released, right behind it will be Matthews and then Bowtech and then Elite, then PSE, then Hoyt, as far as individuals, either they be engineers or representatives or owners of the company, will be on to talk to us about the particular bows. With that being said, we uh, ended last year with the Matthews, so we might as well start with the Matthews this year. <clears throat> on, I wish I had a drum roll. Oh, I do have a drum roll, don't I? Is this a drum roll? No, that's a no, dumb one. No. Anyways. <laughs> All right, so Math- Matthews is going to be the first one. This year, they came out with the Phase 4. Two models, a 33-inch model and a 29-inch model. I will just say it because every Tom, Dick, and Harry that's listening to this right now is probably going to say it. Well, it didn't change anything. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be the case. They wouldn't release something if they didn't change something. So they did change something. It's hotter than biscuit in here. All right, Daniel, Matthews, Phase 4, 29 and 33. What did they change? <clears throat> uh, so risers the same, but you can do an integrated stabilizer in the front which is neat because you can you don't have to deal with like a quick disconnect anymore you can just slide it in and out which is pretty neat eight inch 10 inch and 12 inch right for lengths yep for stabilizers yep so stabilizers new um and then also the chunk of rubber in the limbs <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the basic point of it um <laughs> Yeah, so the cosmetic, if you haven't watched YouTube videos, there's 150 of them out there. Archery Country has their own. I uh, I got an opportunity to do that. So in the limb design, phase four, um, phase reduction is what they're talking about. It is a piece of rubber. It's actually four limbs on top, four limbs on the bottom, eight limbs total. So what you're doing when you talk about a limb that's in phase, so a solid piece of laminate fiberglass put together, when you draw your bow back, your, your limbs come out of phase. And depending on how you torque, when you have two limbs, they change 
because of deflection differences and torque differences, they can be off up to 16th of an inch. I don't, everything's broken down in decimal form. But then when you shoot, that energy is transferred to the cam, the cam to the strings. Those limbs do not come back to stationary phase until the arrow is released. So their idea behind this is to split them up again. So now you have four limbs, and when you draw the bow back, the deflection will actually offset itself because there is a rubber dampening rubber in there. And so your limbs will will come into phase faster before your actual string hits your dead stop and your arrow is released. So what does that do for accuracy? I don't know if it does anything for accuracy, but what it does do, we experienced this right out of the gate. Keith and I were on four days upon the release. Yep. You, you were in Kansas, and I think you were in Missouri or hunting somewhere. First seven, eight bows, we did not have to tune. Yeah. Now, is it <clears throat> funky magic? Is it just, you know, something in the air? Maybe. Because we have had to tune a couple since then. Sure. Yeah. And that's just top hatting. So it's yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. super yeah. easy. Which is very... It's not uncommon at all. But it's definitely different from last year. Yeah, from years past, yep. where it was yep. right out of the box. They were ready to go. The guys shoot like them, and they're good. most bows, you had to shim them slate mm-hmm. to the right last right, year. We'd run out of middles. Yep. Uh, if you bought a V3X33 or a 29, grab a set of middles. Well, you didn't even, by the end of the year, you didn't even have to bother doing it. Yep. You know I mean, uh, I will say this, and it'll go on record. It is quieter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. In my mind, it's less vibration, which I don't know how in the world you do that. I think the stabilizers help, too. I think you think so. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for the geeks listening in onto this, why they go, well, why would you change the stabilizers? Bridge lock, you know, you're going to spend $750 if you get a whole brand new stabilizer set. Well, yes, you're gonna, what's different about them completely aluminum, everything. So why does that make a difference? If you take a high modulus carbon rod and you put an aluminum end cap on it and then thread in CNC tap and then thread in a stainless steel stud, There's three weak points, stud to the aluminum, aluminum to the carbon, and then from your stud to your quick disconnect or right into the riser. And then also weight to weight. Exactly. So you can have possibly six to eight different contact points if you're talking weights too. Awesome selling point right there. Mm -hmm. So what does that do? That creates vibration. That creates noise. Is it minuscule? Absolutely. But is it a difference when you go a solid piece of aluminum? Yes. What's the biggest thing for me? And I don't have mine yet. Why are the stabilizers so freaking awesome? It's because I can go in a half inch. Is that your phone? Half inch. <laughs> it's like he's my kid. I was yelling at him. He's on his phone. <laughs> that, that's Jack, by the way. Yeah, Jack. <laughs> half inch increment. Well, he said kid. It sure wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so if we have a, if you have a 12 inch stabilizer, literally it can be 11 and a half, 11, 10 and a half. It is your phone, Snapchat and son of a biscuit. What's your Snapchat score, by the way? <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, Snap some who? of us take this serious. Is that the same? As, is that the <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord. So you can you can literally if you say I bought a twelve inch stabilizer, it could be nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the weight system, it like drops into Yeah, what it, uh interlink. Yeah, yeah they interlink. Lock together yeah. with a So there's no stud. It's it locks in there and then you have a, a set screw on the end yeah. cap. Jacko set his bow up in a matter of thirty five seconds, shot eight arrows and then went out and killed a doe with it. Well, what's your initial thought? Don't know if know? it was tuned. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, it tuned up really nice. Um, initial thought is 
really, really similar to last year, but at the same time very different. It's like you said, you explained that rubber between the limb, stabilizer systems, really sweet. And, yes, that bowl is extremely quiet. So that being said, they had a they have a 29-inch tree stand hunters, ground blind. Um, I don't – I know it's kind of a, we, we can, we don't compete, but we, and it's not arguing, but we have differences, right? Opinion. That's what this podcast is all about. I don't have a problem with a 33 in a tree stand. Um, I didn't have one in a ground line. Do you, I know you, Dan have a 29. Mm -hmm. Do you have both? I had a 33 last year and then I got a 29. Keith, you're going to use yours for something a little different. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to set, uh, I, I actually initially was going to grab a 29 and decided to go with 33 because I think I'm going to be healthy enough to shoot some 3D this year. So I want to set it up for that. And, and Which I'll, I think is a phenomenal hybrid bow. Yeah, and I, again, I may end, it may be my hunting bow too. We'll see. Yeah. You know, I've got you know what the, you know You know what the difference between a V3X or a Phase 4 33 and a TRX is? Limbs. Monkey tails. Oh. <laughs> That's, I mean, the I riser saying, yeah. on a 33 yeah, is 36 the ri- inches. Yeah, it's cra- yeah, the riser is long. Yeah. Uh, you have a 33. Yep. Phase four, 33. Phase four, 33. All right. So, uh, yeah, the bridge lock stabilizer is the phase four dampening system in the limbs separating. It's eight limbs, uh, grips the same. You can still put a bridge lock sight in there, the dovetail rest. And you can still run a standard stabilizer. <laughs> yep. You, you and a sight yep. and whatever you want. You don't have to go in. Is it an integrate system? It's a complete hunting system. Yeah. yeah. Overall one through five. Five being absolute best. We've never had a five on the show. Maybe this year. Um, Dan, I'll start with you. Uh, or actually, I'm going to start with you, Jack, because you shot yours and killed with it already. One to five. What do you rate the phase four from Matthew's 2023 flagship bow? Um, I'm going to have to go with four. Four. Okay. I was going to say the same. Four. Dan's four. Hmm. Keith? I'm going to say uh, 4.25. Nice. Because so, there's so much, there's, there, the engineering is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's so much. I'm going to skew our vote here for a second because I forgot to include the image. The image oh, yeah. is from Matthews as well, their third installment of their flagship setup. That is a 29-inch phase four riser with less deflection limbs, so it maxes out at 50 pounds. So what the idea is, is keeping older folks in a vertical bow or youth maybe that want a flagship performance bridge lock integrated system, just can't pull the poundage. Max poundage is 50, 47, 43, or 40. You can get down probably safely to 30. 30? 30, yeah, yeah, I'd say for sure. So uh, that image is, we've <clears throat> had a phenomenal welcoming from that. Like a lot of people, especially, and, and, and it's nothing against older guys, but the, the old man's bow, we could label it as. It's been great. I think we sold one to a woman that I know of mm-hmm. in this shop yep. and then three or four other ones, and, and the other shops have been doing really, really well as well. Yeah, I wanted to so. note, too, on that. I, I did receive a text from Nate in Brainerd Kay. on release day. Yeah making sure that I had mine on order. And I'm not uh, sure what he meant by that. We're going to see June. There's an image for Keith. <laughs> All right. My score on the Matthews is going to be, I'm going to put it just, 
absolutely do they love the engineering is there all the bells and whistles are there um i would have liked to seen something change in axle to axle but i understand why they didn't i'm gonna put her right at 4.2 just straight up so 4.25 4.2 4 and 4 matthew's phase 4 29 let's move next to a bow that's never been on our big five review and that's elite um they have two bows they released this year Uh, first one up was an elite omnia which is their speed bow that is uh i believe 32 33 we're gonna all pull up specs here real quick should have done our homework but the elite omnia is a speed bow it shoots up to 347 or 350 feet per second um that's course ibo with all the dampeners and everything off of it but it is a zinger you do have a performance mod or a smooth mod incredibly awesome bow on smooth performance is a little bit but it is a speed bow uh you can micro adjust your your actual draw length you can go on a quarter inch draw so that's really cool and you can micro adjust your let off so 70 percent to 90 percent that's the elite omnia they also came out with last week a week before i believe it was december 6th um the elite era which is their brand new carbon bow from elite that's 31 and two qu- oh yeah we need that. Quarter. Yep. <clears throat> thank you elite thank you for that brand Good new job, brand new right so 31 and a quarter <clears throat> seven and a quarter inch brace height and then just under four pounds yes all right um the omnia we've all shot it uh first thing the problem the problem if you're not a speed junkie like when you hear speed bow right you already know that you're probably gonna fart a little when you pull it back it's just it 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 takes a little it has a different draw cycle the omni is not that severe especially on smooth but uh, overall it's like the perfect dimensions Mm -hmm. um i don't remember what the brace height was on the omnia but it's a little shorter it uh really comfortable grip super easy to tune has a set technology is it six i think it's six, six inches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah six inches um so the elite omnia we've we've sold a couple they're really really they're, they're fast uh they don't have a lot of vibration for a fast bow right uh, i think they did a great job on the axle to axle the brace height there's nothing integrated on any of that um nope everything's going to be standard which we've done for the last 50 years it's you know you mount the site on the side and the rest on the side and stabilizers where they are <clears throat> and like all their newer stuff has that set technology with the limb pockets when it comes to tuning um a lot of more a lot more people are doing broadhead tuning bear shaft tuning and just paper tuning on their own you can do it with an allen wrench by yourself super efficient very good way to do it the so the omnia was it's it's awesome <clears throat> i think the bow that's going to really hit a home run for elite this year the outdoor group in elite is the era mm-hmm. i agree it is a super light carbon bow it actually looks like an aluminum riser if you look from the front or the back they still have their bridge cut yeah, uh, you aesthetically can still, it's pleasing very nice yeah it's, you can still tell it's an elite when you see it right yeah <clears throat> The grip is really good. Now, that is, um, when you talk about a carbon bow, inlaid carbon fiber, extremely strong, 
probably one of the nicer bows that you're going to shoot if you come in. Their price point is very friendly for a carbon bow. I get sixteen ninety nine. Yep. What's your guys' initial thoughts on the Omnia and the Era? Whoever wants to go first. Sure. Well, I uh, I ordered an Era. I uh, I started shooting carbon bows last year, trying to get something a little bit lighter. And um, when they were coming out with that one this year, it's uh, yeah, super super <clears throat> nice. I I prefer that over the Omnia. Um, the Omnia is pretty cool for a speed bow for sure. Um, and I've never had an elite so this would be kind of fun so yeah i'm, I'm excited for my era jackham yeah <clears throat> like what Keith said um the omnia is an awesome speed bow it's got a stiffer draw and then that era i definitely think uh always omnia just smooth lightweight nice for guys going out west it's a it's gonna be a really good seller this year for us the elite era only comes in four colors just so everybody, if you haven't got on the website, do that. It's going to be a sienna brown, a tan, black, black and green yeah. with black limbs. I think mm-hmm. everything has black limbs. Daniel? Yeah, I, I think the carbon bow is going to do better. I think just overall specs, people are going to like it more. A little bit nicer draw cycle to it than the Omnia. I think the Omnia is a nice shooting bow, but it does it does stack up a little bit more. Um, the carbon, man, that thing is nice brace height, good axle axle cam is not stiff at all um it, it's a nice shooting bow and, there, and there's no hand shock that's what zero. i was just gonna yeah, say too for as light as it everything is is dead absolutely dead, dead 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 uh we have some customers that came in last week then they <clears throat> they drew the arrow and they're like well it, it it stacks incredibly hard right in the beginning the first inch and a half you're feeling 70 pounds you're gonna have that on that cam and you're also going to have it any time that you incorporate 90% mm-hmm. on anything. And actually, I yep. think it builds up more towards the end myself. But so, not bad. But just, just stacks up maybe a little bit. But it's not it's not like the Omnia where it, it really builds up. Yeah. And, that, and that's one reason I like it, I think, because it is like it, it resembles kind of like the P, like way you mentioned the 90%. You know, it right. kind of resembles PSC draw cycle, which it starts heavy. But then it doesn't, you know. Great. Right. If you go to 80%, yep. then it's going to smooth it out a little bit yep. more. It's yep. amazing to me to see. It's the same exact cam as the Omnia. But we've lengthened the axle-axle, and we've changed the brace height. So they feel like two completely different cams, but they're not. Yep. Same cam, same mod. Again, smooth. You can actually get three mods. You can get performance, which is 75% max, or smooth, not performance, um, Anyways, performance is going to be 90 to 70. Smooth is 90 to 70. And then there's something else. I don't remember what they call it, but you can get, like, it's very aggressive 75%. I don't know if they've actually even labeled that. Um, I know there's some podcasts that are out there where we talk about the three, but you have to order the mod specific if you want the the aggressive. We'll just call it the aggressive cam. Or mod. <clears throat> Sorry. So, uh, yeah, so we got performance, standard, and then 75%. So they just labeled it 75. Yeah, okay. Yep. So, yeah, yep. three different. Yep. Uh, with that being said, um, they didn't they didn't release any. They still have the terrain in the basin and the ember. They have now you can get the ember in left-handed, mm-hmm. which is, whew, thank goodness. That's nice. That's Same a good selling bow. Yeah. Same with the basin. Basin, you okay, both mm-hmm. on the basin. Yeah. Uh, the basin is a phenomenal price point bow. The terrain is a really good bow as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the basin a little more than the terrain because I still get that hard back wall. We didn't even talk about the back wall. 
Elite has one of the most severe back walls next to like a Botech Zion because it's a limb stop, but it's actually a pad that you, you can put these little draw stops on the actual let off. Yeah. On the mod. Yeah. On the mod. And then like, if you think it was hard with the cables, which are really, really nice, it is extremely hard. And people ask all the time, well, what does that do for me? It makes you an accurate shooter, more accurate because it's always the same every time. You're not going to pull uh, not pulling against the cable. Or, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that is optional, right? You, you yep. can shoot it with or without. With or right. all yeah. of our demo balls. Yeah, if you, like, if you like to tinker, right, you know, it's, it's a nice option to have. Uh, again, set technology. I'll start with Elite. I'm going to say the Omnia. Um, it impressed me. The era blew me out of the water. I'm going to give it straight up four stars this year for Elite. Elite has never been on our podcast. We never looked at them since, like, the energy days. Mm-hmm. And we even did a podcast last year. We'll link it in the bio. You can go back and listen to it. The guys from Elite even said they kind of had a roller coaster where they went down. There were some bows in there that, that they just got by and it wasn't, but then they've slowly been on this this uphill battle and they got to the top and now they're at the top. Um, definitely a contender for one of the top five bow companies going. So I give them four stars. I'm going to say, I'm going to say four one. Nice. Hmm. Jack? I'm going to say 415. <clears throat> you threw the 5 in there. You guys are the, yeah, the 425. Four, well, the 425 is just it's a, quarter. a quarter. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah, we can't even, yeah. So 415 for Jack. So whatever that is. Is that higher than your out. Matthews? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> gotcha. Either. That's so, close. so I get stuck on these, right? Because I want to say as because as a company, and then maybe another one that we're going to talk about as a company, I want to give them a higher rating because of doing something brand new mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the bow itself, I'm going to say right in that four two range. Nice. Um, so I mean, right up there, it's pretty high maybe, rating. Maybe for... I, I'm going to go four and a quarter. I'm going to have them match Matthews, All right. just because it's a brand new technology for them, and they're and they're making yep. it work. So, yep, I like it. All right, let's trickle on down to Bowtech. Bowtech actually gave us uh, three flagship bows and a, uh, a part of they own Diamond, if you don't know that. <clears throat> on Bowtech's line, they also released a carbon bow this year. And if correct me if I'm wrong, it was the first carbon bow released besides Hoyt, right? As far as no, the new- well, is it was it PSC Mach 34 or was it? the carbon one this year oh i think uh, Mark 34 came earlier. out first <clears throat> all right but it's the first time for both that being said they had yeah. carbon you know it's a, like, it's a platform yeah, there real had, right? real carbon yeah. though this yeah. time yeah on um, botex yeah okay so <laughs> not 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 like the carbon overdrive oh you mean that yes yeah, okay, like, okay okay like i'm saying not yeah, a carbon saying, composite right riser. yeah yes. exactly uh what he's talking about is the carbon overdrive the carbon, carbon icon night, carbon, carbon icon, and then carbon zion those are carbon composite yep so that is a carbon bow that you can buy for 6.99 on the zion the icon was real close was there carbon overdrive it doesn't matter. But anyways, that's a carbon composite. <laughs> what is the difference between a carbon composite and a carbon inlay? You, we ha- save that for one of our podcasts where people can actually dissect it. I don't, I know that the carbon, a true carbon riser is inc- is one of the strongest materials you can put together when it's all said mm-hmm. and done. Carbon composite is still strong, but it's carbon composite. 
Uh, there's actually a name for it. I don't even remember. But anyways. <laughs> the process <clears throat> of building the riser is entirely different. Mm-hmm. That's all I know. <laughs> so the carbon one from Botech is, uh, we'll pull up some specs here where you guys are talking. Again, we should be, should be uh, pretty close. It's a 30-inch bow. 30, yep. yep. With a pretty nice brace height. Um, they have some cool stuff going on where you connect the stabilizer or stabilizers, the quivers. It's an actual screw together bracket with, you can put an orbit dampener, um, inside that. Right in the so, riser, 30 inch axle axle, 6.63 brace height, um, 335 feet per second. Yep. Four and a half pounds. That's kind of the only, the only downfall is the weight is... <clears throat> Not like an elite or PSE. Yeah, we, Hoyt did this to us uh, on the RX-5s. They built the carbon bow and it weighed just as much as the aluminum or, you know, what shade Way under close, And you're right? like, well, what the frick is the point of a carbon bow besides it being warm? We'll talk about Hoyt in a second. But anyways, um, if there was anything, when you shoot the carbon one, they have a whole new cam system on every one of their flagships this year. I'll say it hands down. Botech owns the industry when it comes to tuning or self-tuning. Mm-hmm. It yep. is the easiest. If every customer bought a Botech, our jobs would be. We'd sit at the register. It, it would be weird, <laughs> right? I mean, we seen it, it last week. And it's the right way to, to tune a Botech. Yeah. You're not, yeah. I'm not saying that other companies' ways of doing it is not but wrong. It's right. not wrong, but yep. it's just this it's is. It's a different way. Yeah, yeah. The way that you can just shim the cam right or left on the fly is awesome. If it takes more than four shots to tune a Botech through paper, I mean, you know, a bear shaft tune's a little bit different and a broadhead tune there, but if it takes more than four shots, it's the shooter. Uh, or it's your arrow setup or... Yeah, if right. you're shooting a 500 spine arrow at 30 inches when you're a 30-inch draw and you're 72 pounds, well, then, again, I'm going to put it on the user... The shooter's back, not ours. But uh, if you have the correct arrow spine and things are, you know, within that realm, walking on the, the line of perfect four shot, two shots, if you know what you're doing. You did one and two yep. the other day. Um, their grip awesome, is yep. probably one of the more repeatable grips that you will find across the board, from their target bows to their hunting bows. Mm-hmm. Very comfortable. You can get uh, a high wrist. They're called clutch yep. grips. On the carbon bow, is it different? Mm-mm. Same. Same, is it? Okay. But it's inlay. It looks a little different because you're inlaying it to a carbon. Yep, because you've got a... And it's thinner. Spot. Yeah, the yeah. grip itself is thinner. Thinner? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think... I We'd have to actually like measure it. I, I think the width of, like, the... I think the clutch plate on the the clutch plate is the same size. The yeah. carbon, I would say, is a little wider up by your thumb and your forefinger because, like, the SS34 is is the same it's been. Yeah. We'll have to measure that. We'll get back to you on that. Um, the carbon one is a great shooting bow. It's proven. And I, I do say that you didn't shoot the first year with a new bow because Jake did. Yep. Jake had a carbon one, went down to Missouri, shot a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody sitting here minus me has a carbon one on order. If I'm correct me, if I'm wrong. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Correct. 
again, the only thing it's a, it's a smooth, smooth, and you still have comfort and performance yeah. mod. You can switch that. You put that baby on performance and you're going to zing some speed. Yeah. Um, you guys shoot comfort or you shoot performance or both? Does it depend on the year? I've always shot comfort. Always shot both comfort. Yeah. Never played with performance. Kip. Uh, I have played with performance just for speed. I wanted to see, you know, we took the, I don't even remember, was it? Remember when um, Revolt X? Yeah, was yeah. Revolt. Yeah. Yep. Revolt X and maxed it out. Yep. And it was 360 feet per second or something stupid. <laughs> it was it was dumb. Oh no, that was a solution. Was it? Yeah. No, it was. That's, no, well, what the heck was or, it? Yeah, you, solution. So it um, was a solution. Um, lives in Elk River. Just bought a new place. Noel. It was yeah. Noel, Noel setup. Yeah, that's that what. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he had a solution. solution. Wasn't it? SS. Yeah, an SS. But it, but I think, it, I think very, after after he did yeah. his speed check, then we went and grabbed just a standard solution. Yes, yeah, that's yep. what it was. Yep. Yep. And that baby, well, on performance, you better have your Wheaties in the morning. I think I still have a video of you shaking. It, <laughs> I got to be careful because you video a lot of stuff. With me. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so the Carbon One is a very, very good draw. It shoots. It's super easy to tune. Accuracy-wise, I don't know anybody... I don't personally know anybody that shot at long distance, but it is a shorter axle axle bow. If you're in a tree stand shooting more than 60 yards, it's very unlikely, but maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, would you take it out West? <sighs> I wouldn't, but that's me. Right. I shoot longer axle axle bows. Carbon one. Excellent job. Good job. Bow tech. The SS 34. So if you rewind back three years ago, was it the SS? They, took the same feel and they put it in a 34 inch riser or axle axle sorry it's a longer bow holy smokes is that a smooth cam and holy smokes does it shoot and hold yeah ss34 <clears throat> Botech ss34 like holds like a target bow it does nice platform <clears throat> and you yeah. still get some pretty decent speeds on that uh again if you're running performance you can get a lot of speed if I was going to say headed out west, going to have some opportunities at long shots, long bombs, probably that 34 and the phase 433 so far. There's one other one I'm going to talk about in just a little bit. Those are your, or if you're, if you're a target guy or a hybrid, you want a bow that you can hunt with and shoot 3D and even shoot indoor, it's going to be a hard bow to pass. Yeah. On yeah. That. It, it, that bow holds unbelievable. And if you're not a, or if you just want like a little bit shorter, some guys have like this magic number and, and 30 is always something we hear about. And 32 is always something we hear about as far as axle axle. They made a CP 30 last year. They made their CP 28, which is the shortest bow car or Botex ever made. They actually made a 30. It's a CP 30. It's absolute duplicate, except they changed the cam. Mm -hmm. um, that is a very popular bow, believe it or not. Yeah, it's right in the wheelhouse for a lot of guys, you know, on that 30-inch axle. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the Carbon 1, we're looking Revolt cams, right? It's, I don't think it's no, the same, but it it's, has a very similar same feel Same philosophy. It. Oh, okay. Yep. It, it's, <clears throat> it's not the same cam, but it's the same philosophy. Because um, last year they had the Revolt XL and the Revolt, Revolt X80. When they came out with the Revolt and the Revolt X. Yep. Botech woke everybody up. Um, there were some badass bows. 
And then they, they've kind of been bringing it there, bringing it there. The SR350 is the only one where we kind of had a, like a, well, what the hell is this? But it did fine. It, it shoots great. It's Bowtech. But I think this year <clears throat> their lineup packs a punch, hard punch. You want carbon? Buy carbon. You want a longbow? You got a longbow. You want a CP30? You got one. Right. And you talk about that that one being heavy, you know, and, and comparing it to the Hoyt being heavy as a carbon bow too. Um, it's, I can say, I think standing in the shop with guys shooting it, I think it's the quietest carbon bow we have. You know, over the, the era. Totally. Yeah. I think the air is more dead in your hand, but okay. I, the, yeah. but the carbon yeah. one is quiet, but I think quieter. carbon one yeah. is actually the quietest. It seems, which is yeah, cool that's, that's a because good it's, point. cause it's a, hunt, yeah. it's a hunting platform, right? It's a 30 yep. inch bow. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. gonna be a great bow to hunt with. Yeah. yeah. On their, on their platform of new releases on the diamond, what we call go as you grow or, um, price friendly kind of introductory setup they have a edge 365 did that take the place of the edge 320 the edge 305 or 305 sorry or is it taking the it place of the infinite the infinite infinite yeah. okay yeah. um so if you're looking for just a new model of the edge bows the infinite edge pro the edge 320 the now we have an edge 305 I think they released a Max, too. I don't know if we're going to get those in. Edge Max? Yeah. Well, we, we, we will have more information on that. Some of the, okay, there are a couple bows that we don't have. Everything we've talked about so far, we do, and we've shot. That's why we're giving you an honest opinion. The very end of this podcast, there's a bow that we have not shot yet from Hoyt that we haven't got. We were supposed to get it on the 15th, but you know with shipping and holidays and production, that's what it is. <clears throat> so, Bowtech, it's hard because we have three different and we've only been doing two but Botech, where are we at for rating keith you start this time four three nice i'm gonna go four three seven hi four point three okay i'm gonna stay right there with you guys i'm gonna give it four three that's my highest rating so far on Botech. that's yep, good uh, job Botech. Yeah, good really job. good job very, yep. very good all right Oh, uh, let's go to PSE. Precision, precision shooting equipment. Easy for you to say. Yeah, all right. <laughs> um, they have the Mach 34. Yep. Well, the Omen was released in the summer. And then they have aluminum bows coming out. For 2023. Yep. Okay. Coming up. I don't know. Do you know when? Have I, you heard? I heard January, but. I, no. Maybe ATA. Oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. PSE does some funky releases like it was middle of the summer and all of a sudden boom there's an omen yep which the omen is it's omen 2.0 yeah, yeah. It, it's the <laughs> second installment of the omen yep. with new cams and um keith is the only one i think that no keith and zach had an omen yep zach too yep. zach had his omen for a week <laughs> uh you shot yours a little he, bit yeah he's yeah. he's that way though a little bit he yeah no i really like that bow it was aggressive oh yeah, yeah. but i was shooting low poundage so it, yep. it worked out well because i could get the speed out of it um at the lower poundage let's talk about that mach 34 i got one hanging here right in front of us that is dano's the, did we dry fire that one not, not yet okay. but we've showed it to everyone <laughs> you found it well okay here's the story Mach 34, the first ones that we ordered has an S. You need to write this down if you're listening or push rewind 10 seconds. S2 cam. I'm just going to label S2 cam as severe. It, that baby right there, you need, it, it is a workout to shoot it. If you're the kind of archer that loves speed, loves performance, loves efficiency, 
you grab your bow, you sight it in 20, 30 arrows, and you maybe shoot 20, 30 arrows before the season, and then you're going to hunt, S2 cam is where it's at. It is stiff. It draws like a workhorse, but it is a workhorse. Mm -hmm. Incredibly fast. The PSE Mach 34 is 34 inches axle to axle. But on that Evolve, or on that system, you can also get the EC cam, which is the Evolve cam system that we've all known to love. That is a dream when it comes to a cam from PSE. They also have an E as an Elephant 2 cam, which is long draw, if you need to get there. We have not shot the E2 cam. I'd be, I wonder if it's like a different, if it's the EC and the S2 married. Yeah. But it's, it's gonna, for it's long. Gonna a, it's going to have a levitate feel. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Um, I'm going to say if they only had the S2 cam, the Mach 34 wouldn't even be a contender. Just, unless you're that guy that we described. That's valid. The EC cam, watch out, sister. Because <laughs> that baby is smooth. Are you on your phone again? Oh, you're looking on PSC. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> PSC Mach 34 EC cam and the S2 cam. Dan, you have yours. Nobody else has theirs. What do you think of it? I love this bow. Good specs, big brace height, a um, little bit longer axle axle than I'm I'm used to, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I shot my Levitate last year for hunting. Mm-hmm. Is that what you shot in Kansas? Mm-hmm. Love gotcha. it. It's a good, yeah. I mean, just that overall platform, 3.65 pounds is what this one is. I think the Levitate was a little bit lighter, 3.6. Like right at 6, it? I yeah. think, yeah. Um, so super lightweight, balance is good. Um, the cam last year had a little bit of buildup. This one is just buttery smooth. I love it. Greatest bow ever made. You? <laughs> For Dan? Talk to the end of the mic. Was it the greatest bow ever made? He's back. Which one? <laughs> I get where he's going. <laughs> uh, haven't hunted with it yet, <laughs> okay. so I don't know. Okay, but I liked him levitate last year. It, it, like I said, it was a little bit, a little bit stiffer. Dried at a sixty pounder in mine last year, so it it drew nice for me at sixty. But um, yeah, things are shooter. Did you get a seventy uh, this year? Mm-hmm. Did you? We do have EC cams coming. I meant a bows with the EC yeah. cam on them. Um, we do have. I think we got two left of the S twos. One right and one left, yep. or two rights and a left. Now, so if, you, you, if you are a shorter draw, that S2 actually does draw nice. I was going to say, it, it, yeah. TJ Brenny is 27 inches, and yep. he had absolutely no problem with it. Right. Um, and then we had another customer who is 29, I think he's 29 and a half, close to 30, mm-hmm. and he didn't. He just couldn't couldn't get him by it. He right. could shoot it okay, but I, I think if you're like 28 it. inches or less, it's a nice drawing ball. Just, on the S2 it, yeah. Right. It just yep. builds up after that. Mm-hmm. If you're any a, draw, the EC cam is yeah. is pretty dang smooth. <clears throat> I wonder what it's like on a shorter draw. Have we tried it? Well, actually, I know the answer to that. It'll be smoother. It's got to yeah. be. Yeah. Um. It, do you guys have a problem with the grip? No. Love it. Oh, I, yeah, I, I don't mind the grip. I like PSC. Do you grip. tape it or use a wedge block or anything? I taped mine last year. Did you? Yep. I shot mine just the way it is last year. Straight up. Levitate. Same here. Did you order Mach 34? No, no. I did not. Okay. That was not. Keith I was asking, by the way. Not that I don't like it. Yep. It's a very nice bow. It is. I mean, so, okay, take this with a grain of salt, listeners. We can't, we can, 
but we're not going to own every bow. I mean, it's just, it, you get two or three and it's hard to even shoot two and three all year long. Mm-hmm. You, you kind of find what you want, uh, for different situations. Um, I have one short bow at the moment that I'm going to try to shoot for blind hunting and we'll see where that goes. Uh, but I like that 32 to 34 inch axle axe. So it's just kind of what I like to shoot. It has nothing to do with draw length or draw cycle. It's just that the way it holds the string angle is very comfortable for me. I don't have to find and And my peep isn't, and it's actually good if it is my, like on my 29, my peep is, seven inches or a little bit over from the d-loop so it's like almost to the top of the serving it's awkward but it yeah. does help you especially for long range shooting pse mach 34 i'll start with this uh i really like the mach 34 i really enjoy the ec cam the s2 cam in the right circumstance i would i'm going to give them I have a problem with the grip. That's I'll just be honest with it, but I have not shot it with a wedge or tape like Dan did. I'm going to say 3.75, my my personal rating. Just because I'm only looking at one. This could change in February when right. they have a new release, but that's my, my, my rating, right. 3.75. I'm going to go with a 4.0. I'm going 4.4. I knew you would. Well, you look at that Bucky shot with <laughs> just years last Dan, year. Dan loves those. And hey, I'm a, I've been a PSC guy for a long time. That's mm-hmm. what I was when I first started. It, it, yeah, and that's coming from a guy that was here last year right? was n- yeah. not a PSC guy. No, I think mm-hmm. the last few years they've done a, a lot of good stuff. Now, I'm going to be a hair lower on my rating for this just because it's not a whole lot different than their last couple bows. They're kind of just making yeah. – now, granted, that's everybody, right? It's Matthews. Mm-hmm. Everybody says about Matthews too, but – I'm going to go with a 4.2. I think they're all really, really close. There's not a bad bow yeah. in the shop. Right? You know what I mean? In <laughs> yeah, um, my rating on Matthews was not like, Matthews is, the overall experience of shooting that bow is perfect. I just would like to see them come out with a carbon bow. That's just, I feel <laughs> right. like everything's yeah. kind of going that yeah. way. Um, you know, or we, switch we, up a little bit we more. Get yeah. Asked, yeah, we get asked that all the time. Like, okay, when's Matthews going to come out with a carbon bow? I I really don't think they're going to. I would love to be proven wrong. I I don't think there's some things that you got to do different as far as production when you start dealing with carbon. Yep. And one of the biggest things that Matthews has never done is been late. As far as like <clears throat> we're not talking a 6 month window to get a bow. Um they can push those aluminum risers through and get products faster than most. Now granted we're in central minnesota and they're in sparta wisconsin but just overall there are some companies that get overloaded in the carbon world do you Mm -hmm. think that's ever going to change do you think like okay we have carbon bows you can get them in six weeks well i think so because now they're going to have their platforms that they're used to building i'm i'm hoping right it's going to become a little more normal so it's not like year to year they need to totally change the riser if they're not changing the riser just like matthews this year now they did change them, right? Because they machined them different, <clears throat> mm-hmm. but that platform was there and they were right on top of it with everything. Even our orders are coming right mm-hmm. through this year. Mm-hmm. So I think, <clears throat> excuse me, I think with the carbon platform, I think it'll end up being a little more normal going down the road because we're seeing more and more of it. I think they'll get their it, process down. I mean, Hoyt has owned the carbon industry since the beginning of the carbon matrix, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, yep. high end carbon bows. Yep. But every year it seems like they get stuck in this little rut where we'll order a bow in December 
<clears throat> and we'll see it in March, maybe April. Yeah, if, if you want to talk production, yeah, Matthews that's a good point. Gets yeah. the trophy for that every year. They just yep. get stuff out. So bam, will bam, they? Bam. Maybe. I mean, but I mean, we've said it, and there's nothing wrong with aluminum. I nope. just think that carbon's new. Let me fun, ask you this. You know? Let me ask you this. When we talk with Evan from Hoyt, you and I have been on the last couple of podcasts with Hoyt. It's a huge thing, like selling point. It is warm to touch when it's when it's like this week and it's negative two and you're hunting in a blind. Your your aluminum bow will get cold. Okay, tape it or wear a glove or whatever. Does PSC do the same? Is it warm to touch or neutral? Is Bowtech neutral? Is Elite? We haven't had an Elite bow. I, nobody has an Elite Woods, bow yeah, right, besides yeah. Philip Johnson. Right. Um, and then some of the guys that work, obviously, for pro staff. But is it the same? It doesn't get frigid cold like aluminum. That's okay. you know, But it's still, it's not like it's, when they say warm to the touch, I don't. It, they shouldn't say that. that right. It's it's, not, they right. should say it's neutral. Yep. 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 It's yeah. Neutral. And it's, it's, you know, for me with the carbon bows, uh, you know, I shot my Hoyt last year and I, I mean, I love that RX seven. I mean, I shot every animal with it this year, yep. but for me, when I chose carbon over aluminum in that specific instance, it was that how the bow felt on the shot. I just felt like the bow felt better in my hand on the shot, standing here in the shot before I ever hit the woods. Uh, we're going to talk about Hoyt in a little bit <clears throat> and, but as far as PSC, we did all of that, and we're sitting pretty dang good. So overall, do we all give a rating? Yes. We did. Yep. Okay, Hoyt, this is the quick, fast, easy one. Um, they came out with a VTM-34 aluminum, a VTM-31 aluminum. They did not switch anything except added one color. For the RX-7 and the RX-7 Ultra. Now, why did they do this? I don't think you have to change anything on the RX-7 as far as carbon. Um, I don't know if they did it for production reasons or if they just, you know, ran out of time. But <clears throat> the RX-7 is a good, good, good bow. Yeah, it's a Ultra nice or bow. the regular. Yep. Um, yeah, I agree. And I don't know what the, what the answer is there yeah. either. Mm -hmm. but. The VTM-34 going to hit some guys pretty hard because they love the 34 they w did they switch the cam no switch the riser they it's a little bit lighter and they have a cutout for which they should have had forever <laughs> yeah i don't know what they call that riser but it, there's a piece tech riser there's a hole now in the aluminum where you can run your your cable driven cord for your rest and you could even do your limb so driven, but you don't have to. Yeah. yeah um perfect the grip is still one of the most sought-after grips in the industry, the yep. weight grip. Last year, they, they made it different, but it's still very, very ergonomical. VTM 34, VTM 31, they just added an inch to last year's bows. They do have a new bow coming out, their speed bow. Is it called the Z1S? Yeah, I believe so. The Hoyt speed bow. So silly that we're really um, organized this morning. Well, it's just off the cuff. Not you. Well, not I'm, you, us. I'm, I'm blaming us because we're supposed to... Z1S is Jack their should speed be a bow. pro at this because he's been on the phone all morning. I've been looking at specs, buddy. The yeah. speed bow. I think it's going to be like their other speed bows. It's going to be a severe draw and it's going to fire an arrow 340 feet per second. That's what it's going to do. Um, is this new cam system? I don't know, but tough to say. We'll see. 
Uh, they did not change the RX-7, the VTM-31. If I was basing this rating off of just the VTM-34 and the VTM-31, I'm going to give it three and a half. That's just where I'm at. Uh, I love the RX-7 and the RX-7 Ultra, but they didn't change anything, so it's the same review as last year. What brought it down is we do not know the Speedbow yet. After the Speedbow and when we do the Hoyt podcast, we can do a little bit better rating system, I guess you want to say. But that's where I'm at, 3.5. I'm going to go with a solid three just because, um, you know, they, they didn't change a whole lot. The RX-7, you know, like you said, it's a phenomenal bow. They didn't really need to change anything there. Um, but there's a lot of guys who shoot, you know, a carbon bow and then want the new carbon bow. Well, yep. if there isn't a new carbon, then you go another year shooting the same carbon you shot before. And, you know, people want new. Yep. And I think that's going to bite Hoyt a little bit this year. So three for Jack. I'm going to say... Uh I'm going to still say 375 just because that, yeah. that RX-7 is a great platform, whether they changed it or not. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go 375 just because I used it this year. <laughs> Very good. Very well you used it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Thank you. 3.5. Yep. I knew kind of where I was going. They do have a new, co- a new color called the Bourbon. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, super Especially cool color. Especially with black accents. Good like, carbon, wow. Yeah. Good job from all of our bow companies. And again, this podcast, we're not biased. We don't care. We're just giving you our honest input before we have all of the brand-specific podcasts. Like when we release Matthews with the engineer, John, we're going to talk with him over there. It is 100% Matthews, and it sounds like we're giving you a sales pitch, but we're giving you the why they did it. That's where a lot of answers are coming. When we do Elite, why did they do it? When we do Botech, same on, same thing. And then Hoyt will get the answers, like why didn't you change? then they'll tell us. So this is an unbiased rating. We have a lot of people that listen to it. Uh, we have every one of these bows. By the time that you listen to this podcast, we probably have the Hoyt speed bow. So you can shoot everything that we talked about. EC cams are coming any day. So we'll have those on behalf of everybody. Thank you guys for coming on, uh, archery country podcast. Check out all of our platforms, our archery country, YouTube videos, and our playlist of the new bow reviews and new products coming up after the ATA. On behalf of everybody, we'll see you on down the road. Thank you for listening to Archery Country Podcast. 